Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellenbecker Investment Group, three-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sun Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellen Becker Investment Group. Ellen Becker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building. We also have a second location in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building. For those of you from the east side of Milwaukee, uh, you'll know the landmark Winkies, and we are kitty corner uh, right across the street from Winkies. So we are also now able to serve as clients in our Bonita Springs, Florida office. So if you would like to arrange a time to meet with us there, feel free to give our office a call and get something scheduled. You can also visit ellenbecker.com for more details, not only on our locations, but also if you'd like to put a face with a voice, feel free to check that out and you can also tour all of our offices online as well. My guest today is Megan Davis and she is the director of life enrichment with Capri Communities. And one of the things that we've recognized with our clients is the important importance of socialization and how really that impacts all different components of their life. As I do financial planning with clients, we often have to talk about what retirement looks like. And what are the financial implications of changes in retirement? And we've had uh, representatives from Capri Communities on the radio show several times in the past. And they've also contributed to our newsletters because we really recognize the importance of planning and understanding what retirement looks like and making sure that we think about the importance of all the different options out there for our retirees. So I look forward to hearing more from Megan in a brief moment, and with that, we will be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellen Becker, president of the Ellen Becker Investment Group. And today, my guest is Megan Davis. She is the director of life enrichment with Capri Communities. Um, as I said before the break, Capri Communities has participated on the radio show several times as well as contributed to our newsletter. And Capri Senior Communities is an organization who provides housing options for seniors in the southeastern Wisconsin area. And so I've invited Megan to join us today to talk a little bit about the social aspects of senior living. When we work with our clients and help them identify kind of what the next stage or the beginning stage of retirement is, we talk a lot about senior living. And it's changed so much over the years. I know when I talk to my grandma and grandpa about senior housing, Mm -hmm. you know, they really had that perception of a nursing home. Right. And when I talk to my mom about senior housing, it's very, very different. So, Megan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. And I'm excited to learn a little bit more about what life enrichment looks like from your perspective. Obviously, it's a very important component of senior living because that's your full-time job. Yes, I think it's the most important, (laughs) but that might just be me. Well, we'll go with it today because it's just you and me talking. (laughs) So that's wonderful. So tell me a little bit about what you do as the Director of Life Enrichment with Capri Communities. 
Sure. So I serve as a resource for all of our communities across southeastern Wisconsin to help facilitate the programming that goes on um, on site at each location. Um, also try and help facilitate um, involvement in our local communities. So not just our individual senior community, but the community that it's a part of. Um, we really try and be ingrained in that extended community or our extended family um, and try and empower our staff and our residents. Well, I think that's how we got, you know, connected is how education is so important. And right. we have our education center here at Ellen Becker Investment Group. And I know that people on your team have presented in the past to um, our guests here because it is so important to not only do what we do day to day for our um, current clients, but also to be there and provide that information and education to the community. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, the things that has been so interesting, and I've read a lot of articles and actually you've contributed to articles in our own newsletter about the importance of social engagement. And, you know, what does that really look like for a senior and what what is social engagement? Sure. Well, at Capri, we focus on what we call our GROW program. It stands for Gain and Retain Overall Wellness. Um, So with that, we're touching on, you know, the social piece, but it's more than that. Um, We're looking at um, all components of wellness, the intellectual, the social, spiritual, emotional, physical, and vocational. And all of that really embodies what um, social engagement is. Um, So we try and offer opportunities for meaningful engagement throughout the day, the week, the month, Um, in a variety of ways. Um, As part of our our program, we have different themes each month, you know, to try and spice it up. We will have some of the same programming. You will see bingo. (laughs) Um, But we try and have other options as well. Um, And for us, that piece is really about um, not just being busy, but being fulfilled. And we want to provide opportunities um, for engagement for our residents that are meaningful. And it's something um, that we take pride in that they are highly involved in that process. So there have been a lot of studies about why social engagement is important. And I think that, you know, although it's fun and, like you said, entertaining and and keeps our seniors busy, there's a lot more that really goes into um, why it's important to do social engagement and to have that, whether you're in a retirement community or not. Sure. You know, can you share with us some of the real benefits of social engagement and why you as an organization feel it's so important? Sure, yes. Uh, You know, being connected is a basic human need that we have. As, you know, a new mom, I'm seeing that with with my child. You know, you need to have that human interaction. Um, And, you know, culturally, that's something that's really important to us. We we might use, you know, timeouts as punishments. Um, So having other people around and being in a social environment is is something that's really important. Um, As you're kind of mentioning, research, you know, shows the impact you can have high blood pressure, increased risk of depression, higher levels of cortisol, you know, which increases your stress hormones, um, increased risk of heart disease, stroke, you know, just some of the physical um, ailments that can come along with that lack of socialization. You can also see faster cognitive decline, which is something that is, you know, readily on the minds of many seniors these days. Um, So being involved in an active social life helps us to continue to to learn um, as well as being you know a part of the world around us Um, it can also help with nutritional intake Um, so for example in our communities you know we have dining options 
you don't always think of the social piece that comes along with that. That's one of my favorite reasons why I like to go out to eat is sitting down and having a conversation with the people that I'm with. Um, so having the option of just even coming down for a meal might not seem um, on the surface that it is that social engagement opportunity, um, but there is um, some meaning behind that on the, the social piece as well. Um, and actually, the lack of socialization tips, uh, relationships excuse me, is as much a risk fa factor for death as smoking or obesity. Um, so really having an active social life can make a big difference in your overall quality of life. Sure. Well, as we talk about just isolation in general, regardless of, you know, where you are in the, in the demographic, mm -hmm. um, it can be it can be very harmful to a person. Mm -hmm. And you talked about, you know, kind of mental health and mm -hmm. feeling lonely and mm -hmm. and. Um, those types of physical and, and mental limitations really are impacted by isolation. So, right. And as a child of an adult who, who, you know, my grandma was in assisted living and in a community up until this year when she passed away. And I know as a loved one to an individual in a community like that, it provides a lot of comfort knowing that there are socialization options. Right. And so if you have a loved one who's in an apartment, an independent mm -hmm. apartment by themselves and is not getting those social, you know, those social opportunities, it can be very stressful for the caregiver as well. Right. As a, as an adult trying to get to your parent often, try to check in on them, trying to make those daily phone calls, making sure they get out of the house periodically. Mm -hmm. That's very stressful on somebody who is trying to, um, juggle maybe taking care of their own children right their their jobs and now to have to you know really have that added pressure of worrying about their their loved one their parent or grandparents so certainly social engagement is really important uh how as as our listeners start to think about looking for a community either for themselves or for a loved one you know, obviously paying attention to the social impact is important. There's a lot of other things that go into selecting a community. And, and of course, today we won't have enough time to talk <laughs> about all of that. So we're focusing on the social side. But what would a loved one look for if they were trying to find a community that would appeal to, to their um, parent or grandparent? Sure. We um, kind of take pride. We have a variety of options, whether it's... Um independent living, assisted living, or memory care. So obviously you're going to be looking at what type of level of care is needed and what's going to match um, your loved one's abilities um, at that moment in time. Also want to look forward um, to what they might be needing in the future. Um, you know, memory care is something that we're seeing pop up more and more. Um, so maybe looking into a community where you have all of those options right on site um, so you're not having to navigate the transitions and moving the stress of moving over and over again, which right. is stressful on the senior and also loved ones, as you were mentioning. Um, I think you also want to look into like the size of a location. If you're someone that um, hasn't always been super active and haven't been involved with a lot of people, you may want a smaller community with less residents, uh, maybe a better fit. Um, I encourage people to come take a look at the community, take a tour, stop by unannounced even and kind of get a feel for what it's like, um, kind of the day-to-day -day comings and goings and really getting to know um, what residents are like there. 
So once somebody narrows down the size of the community and the location, uh, it's really, I think, uh, fun to look mm-hmm. at all of the options for socialization. You talked about some of them and how you work really hard to kind of spice it up. And uh, some of them are as simple as dining, whereas others become a little bit more uh, engaged or complex. What type of socialization and kind of purposeful living do you offer it? at Capri Senior Communities? Um, So like I said before, it really ties into our GROW program and focusing on all those different um, components of um, wealth or (laughs) wellness. Um, And so it might be um, something really tied with that vocational aspect where residents are really giving back, whether it's to that individual community or, again, that community at large. Um, For example, um, this past few months, we've been working with an organization called Operation Gratitude, um, and they serve our veterans. Um, So our seniors have been knitting or crocheting scarves and hats um, that then are sent out to those service men and women. Um, So really having that opportunity to give back, um, I think, is important. Also having um, volunteer opportunities directly on site. Um, A lot of our residents... um, run the community store or call their own bingo or lead their own card club, um, help lead happy hours, things like that. Um, So having those opportunities is really important and um, I think really makes for a meaningful life when you're, you're feeling that you have a say in what goes on. We're not just prescribing that for someone. Sure. I know when I've had the opportunity to review senior communities um, in this area, some of the things I encourage our clients to look for are things like large conference rooms and areas where they can uh, have even their own family events brought in. I Mm -hmm. know it's always enjoyable for somebody to, we used to go and have Easter or Mother's Day with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And that's always really nice to make sure that there's an area where they can host some events as well, Um, and then educational classes, uh, exercise opportunities, and a busy social calendar. What Mm -hmm. types of things are on your social calendar? It does vary from community to community because we are getting that individual feedback from residents. Um, I think I mentioned before, we're probably always going to see bingo. I don't think that's something that's <laughs> ever going to leave senior living. Um, but we'll see, you know, other things um, like happy hours. Um, we've got a really fantastic supper club event at our um, Village Point Commons location um, in Grafton. I think that's, you know, really iconic Wisconsin and something that um, those residents really love there. Um, also seeing a variety, like you mentioned, of, you know, exercise classes, um, seeing speakers coming in on a variety of topics, um, offering like a blood pressure clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really, again, touching on each one of those. And components. the ability to go off site. Yes. <laughs> I know that's really exciting for many residents. Yes. Um, so this past month, um, we've been having a theme called Cure for Cabin Fever. Um, so because we have had the doldrums of winter, we've been trying to get out, but also, you know, When we have those opportunities where it's just so cold, bringing some of that fun in, whether it's having um, a picnic lunch and kind of doing something fun like that, um, or going out and going shopping, um, going to a local festival or fair once the weather comes around, and it is. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's not too fun to go outside these days, that's for sure. Well, thank you for sharing a lot of the information, not only from a social engagement perspective, but the importance of it. Let's take a quick break, and when we return, we will continue to dig in on kind of this topic of life enrichment, wellness, and social engagement. And with that, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. Ellen Becker Investment Group has two locations in uh, the metro Milwaukee area. We have our location in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive, and our other location in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building. You can feel free to check out our webpage at www.ellenbecker.com to learn more about Ellen Becker Investment Group, to take a tour of our offices, or to put a face with a voice. My guest today is Megan Davis, and she is the Director of Life Enrichment with Capri Communities. If you like what you're hearing today, you can check back at our website shortly, and there will be a podcast available that you can share with others or listen again. We've been talking quite a bit about social engagement. As I work with many clients trying to uh, understand what retirement looks like to them and what type of changes will be taking place as they age, one of the things that always comes up is, you know, housing and living arrangements. And what's that going to look like when you're in your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, and then um, in the 80s and 90s and hopefully beyond? And, mm-hmm. of course, senior living always uh, is a topic that we, we cover. And as we've looked at many senior communities and we've gotten to know Capri senior communities very well, uh, we recognize that there are roles such as yours, Megan, which is a director of life enrichment. It's kind of like the fun, it the fun is. committee. Fun, <laughs> <laughs> And so when we look at these organizations and they have uh, roles designed specifically like yours, it really shows us how important socialization mm-hmm. is. Before the break, we talked about social engagement, um, improving self-esteem, improving physical health, mm-hmm. also improving mental health. It gives people a sense of belonging, connection, you said, and I think that that's really important. And then uh, it's also very comforting for the family who can't always be there. And so we're looking at it really from all different components. And so we know that social engagement is important. We know, you know, your role is really to make sure that our seniors are being engaged. And we've talked a lot about some of those uh, different opportunities that you have provided through your organization. But, you know, what do you do if you have a parent or a loved one that you are starting to see withdraw from social activity? Whether they're in a community or not, I get that question a lot. As I invite my senior clients to bring their adult children to their financial planning meetings, Mm -hmm. many times that opens up the door for an adult child to say, you know, I'm just noticing my mom and dad not wanting to do as much or not wanting to leave their home or not seeming as engaged. You know, could you, you know, give us some tips or give our listeners some tips on maybe what they should do if they have a parent or loved one who is starting to isolate? Sure. I think it's no surprise that our social circles start to shrink as we age, you know, whether it's death or just people uh, moving away or, you know, a number of different reasons. Um, But if if you start to see a loved one withdrawing, I think first and foremost, you want to have an open dialogue. You know, if this is someone that you care and love about, um, it might be a, a tough discussion, but, you know, 
start with, hey, how have you been? I've noticed you haven't been going to Card Club with Shirley or, you know, whoever it is. Why not? Um, start to identify what some of those limitations might be. Um, it could be, you know, a, a lack of feeling that they um, are able to drive um, comfortably, you know, how they used to. Maybe they're not as confident. Um, maybe it's finding a different option. Um, there's all sorts of options um, for shared ride services, um, you know, whether it's just targeted just for seniors or, you know, like a Lyft or an Uber, we can get with the times a little bit there too. Um, so starting to identify what some of those limitations might be. Um, if, if it's some sort of cognitive decline, maybe you're, you know, taking them to a doctor's appointment and having that discussion um, and looking into what some options might be there. Um, but I think you also want to look into what are some of those past interests. Um, what was something that really brought someone some joy and meaning to their life? And let's do a little deep dive and figure out how we can make that happen now. That's one of the things that I really try and find great pleasure in when someone moves into one of our communities is um, if I'm hearing that, you know, I used to love to um, paint and now I'm just, you know, I've been doing it forever and I just, I can't anymore. My hands are too frail or whatever it might be. Um, how can we kind of deep dive and figure out, um, well, do we just need to find a, a different uh, paintbrush? That, you know, there's all sorts of adaptive resources out there um, to, to modify that. So whatever that issue or limitation might be, how can we um, make it possible for them now? Um, so you can certainly, like I said, reach out to a doctor. You can come into any one of our communities and just find out um, what we're doing to, to adjust um, based on the needs of um, individuals in our communities. Yeah, I think that, you know, you had said is trying to figure out the why. Yeah. Why is somebody withdrawing? You know, the driving piece, you mentioned that there's a lot of great organizations that mm -hmm. can get people from point A to point B if it's right. just that. We've we've had a lot of uh, information and, and education on memory care and Alzheimer's mm -hmm. and recognizing that somebody withdrawing from those things that they love, if you try to figure out why, you can often see that maybe they're just not confident anymore right. playing cards. Right. They don't remember the rules as well right. or they're not playing as well. Right. And, um, and so getting a good handle on the why right. somebody is stepping aside can really be helpful. And as adult children or loved ones, um, that's a really good place to start. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's good feedback. And it might be things that we're not even thinking about or that they're wanting to admit, whether it is some cognitive decline or um, urinary incontinence is mm -hmm. another big issue. You know, may, so maybe it's adjusting some medications with the doctor or we're finding times that work where we don't have to worry about, you know, running to the bathroom if we're, you know, playing cards or, you know, whatever. Um, worrying about falling. It's a you know, big concern. Um, whether it's, you know, the slippery roads outside or, you know, just in your own um, apartment complex. Um, so looking into some of those options, if it's, you know, having um, on-site PT or OT come in to try and help build up some of that strength, endurance, um, so that we can do all the things that we want to do in our retirement. So once we figure out the why somebody is withdrawing, as we've been talking about, there's a lot of community um, services and resources mm -hmm. available through pre-communities, but it also for people who are not in retirement communities um, to take advantage of. And so once we figure out why, then we can try to create some solutions. And I know that we've been able to help clients do that in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, But one of the things sometimes clients will say to me, especially a senior who we're encouraging to look at a senior community, and they say, I really don't 
don't want to be that social. <laughs> you know, I, I think about my grandma. She was in a community for about eight years, and she was one where you said, you know, try to do a deeper dive into what really she really enjoyed doing, and she loved to entertain. She was probably the most social person in, in her community, and so she took on, um, she, she led a group called Just Talk, and she would just talk about newsletter or newspaper articles sure. and talk about the news. And, and she kind of led this social group and she folded napkins and she worked at the gift shop and she did manicures in the memory care unit and was really, really, really social. And so as I'm talking to clients and I'm trying to encourage them to look at the next stage of their life and I'm telling them about all these great things my grandma's doing, many times they look at me and go, yeah, that's not me. I don't right. want to be that social. I don't want somebody knocking on my door every day to invite me to do something. And I've heard that enough that I really recognize that's a real concern for um, for a segment of the population. And so what do you do if somebody really doesn't want to be that social, but you still know that maybe that community would be the best thing for them? Sure. I think you let them know that that's okay. You know, I'm not going to change someone if this is the way they've been for their past 65 years. That's who you are and that's definitely okay but you want to still be able to provide some opportunities for that social involvement because we did you know talk about some of those risks and what that looks like if you're not um, having any of that social involvement and you are isolating Um, but also want to set people up for success and let them know there are other resources out there if it's um, something that they want to do one-on-one maybe they feel comfortable comfortable with that type of engagement or um, just individualized doing crossword puzzles or um, Sudoku, you know, things to kind of help keep their their brain sharp if it's just um, a private (laughs) activity for themselves. That's okay, too. Letting people know it's okay is... It's good. Well, because we recognize that keeping your brain active and and keeping engaged on some level is really important. But for everybody, that looks different. Mm -hmm. And I think that some people are afraid of going into a senior community because it's so social. Right. They feel like they're on a cruise ship all the time. Right. (laughs) I'm looking at your list of events here, and it looks really fun. I kind of want to join in on some of them. Um, But I can see that that might be overwhelming for some people. Um, Now, we've talked a lot about what is available in a senior community, and we're going to talk quite a bit more about some of the things that Capri offers to their residents. But what type of social opportunities are out there for people, seniors who are not living in a senior community? Oh, I think it's endless. You know, no matter what you have an interest in, there is a group or an agency, um, a volunteer organization out there for you. Um, I think you know, people have been involved with their churches um, often throughout their lives, so that's another great resource. Uh, maybe you're just finding a different group to be a part of as um, time goes on. Um, your local libraries offer all sorts of resources and classes, um, educational opportunities. Senior centers are another great option. Um, offer a lot of games, a lot of, again, more options to get out into the larger community. All you got to do is get there and they'll get you down to Potawatomi or wherever you want to go. <laughs> um, your local YMCAs, again, offer a lot of um, health and fitness classes as well as um, other travel um, type activities. Um, I know you guys offer local classes here as well, so I would definitely urge people to take advantage of those resources. Um, 
social media, you know, that's one of the great things about social media is there's TED Talks and there um, you can keep in touch with people via Facebook or Instagram. If you're kind of just willing to uh, dip your toe in the social media water and learn what that's all about, it's a great way um, to have those connections. And again, for people that might not want to be so involved, it's a great way to kind of step back and see what's going on and not have to be in the mix. Well, the senior population is what's growing. <laughs> yeah. The Facebook yes. uh, headcount <laughs> yeah. faster than anything else. I know my teenagers are less interested in social media than <laughs> even my, my parents and grandparents have done. And yes, you mentioned the inve- events at Ellen Becker Investment Group, and you can check out our webpage for those, but we've had a lot of events that are open just to the general public mm-hmm. that are fun and educational. Some mm-hmm. of them are financially focused, but we have our armchair travelers group, which meets once a month that's right here in our office and we visit different destinations and Mm. we have food and music and um, all sorts of things uh, relating to certain destinations last month we did Rome and uh, that was that was wonderful so really looking around and seeing what is interesting to you will help identify kind of how to get involved I know most of the colleges too I've learned over the years offer a lot of educational opportunities I know there's a learning and retirement group here with WCTC where there are thousands of topics mm-hmm. that come up over the years that you can learn on, uh, you know, World War II, all the way on how to use your iPhone uh, to nutrition and yoga and mindfulness. Right. So, you know, getting out there and looking at what is available. And sometimes for, you know, uh, the sandwich generation, I put myself in that generation, you know, it's important to try to engage our parents and our grandparents to get involved. And in some cases, we might have to go with them to do things. Yes. And there's a lot yes. of classes and things that are available for multi-generations. And I think that that's really important. But the idea is that even if you're a senior, not living in a senior community, all the benefits of social engagement that we talked about in the beginning of the show are really for everybody. Yes. Not just those of you who are looking for a community. Um, it's, it's, it's hard when you're looking at a loved one and you know that things are getting more difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's really important for us as that in that sandwich generation to make sure we are paying attention to that. One of the things your organization talks about quite a bit is, you know, where you live matters. I've heard you, I've yes. heard that <laughs> said where you live matters. I've also heard, um, live where you play. And what do those things mean? I think one of um, the things that stands out to me about Capri is really being engaged in our local community. Um, we've got a lot of seniors that they have lived in that same town forever, and they're you know really ingrained in um, that particular city. Um, and I, I really think it's important to to be involved in. Um, whatever is going on there. Um, so, for example, uh, um, at the Gables of Germantown, there. Um, involved with a, a local fundraiser um, for a canine dog for the police station there. Um, it's something, you know, that they feel like they want to give back to that local community. So it's something that they're focusing on this year. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I've been using that um, even with my own forward thinking of what retirement looks like to me is living where you play. And I think that's really important. As you said, you can get involved in the community. There's organizations. I know Capri has over a dozen locations right. in, in southeastern Wisconsin. And so there are ways to find a community um, and, a, and a group inside your current community where you can stay engaged and be involved. And I think that's really important. I've had a lot of people retire to um, areas where they didn't 
spend a lot of time before. And although the newness of it is kind of exciting, it can also be a little bit scary and lead to more isolation. So it helps with the comfort level of being somewhere that you're familiar. So I think that it is really important to um, focus on location um, because, you know, it, it, it helps provide comfort as, as time goes on. So let's take a quick break. And when we return, we can talk more about what your organization offers to the community and how people can learn more. Uh, So we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Julie Ellenbecker, president of the Ellenbecker Investment Group. Ellenbecker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building. We also have a location in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building right across the street from Winkies. Feel free to check out our webpage at www.ellenbecker.com. If you really like today's show and you want to learn more, you can uh, get a copy of the podcast online. You can also see our newsletters. We present four newsletters to the community and our clients each year, and they are filled with a lot of different information on not only financial topics, but also, you know, life enrichment topics like we're learning about today and senior living. Um, And so my guest today is Megan Davis, and we've had a nice opportunity to talk about what life enrichment means. Um, Her job is the director of life enrichment with Capri Communities, so she's an expert on the topic and has been sharing with us quite a bit about social engagement and why social engagement is important. Um, And the flip side of that is why isolation is so damaging to seniors. And then we've talked a little bit about kind of what to look for in different communities. Capri Senior Communities has provided housing options for seniors in southeastern Wisconsin. They have, I believe, more than a dozen locations yeah. uh, in this area. And so they're, they really are the experts in developing programming for seniors and offering, you know, to help seniors go all the way from independent living through assisted living and on to memory care. And we have an article in our next newsletter uh, that they have contributed to called Purposeful Living. And that's really what we're talking today because senior communities really are opened up now for such a wide array of individuals. You don't have to be 90 to go into a senior living facility. And we're working with our clients quite a bit on identifying what retirement looks like. And so that's different for everybody. And, you know, Megan, I'd like you to take an opportunity and have an opportunity to share with our listeners a little bit more about some of the programming that Capri offers uh, and then how our listeners can learn more if they if they want more information. Sure. Um, you know, we talk about senior housing, and for me it's more than just that housing piece. It's looking at that, that whole active lifestyle and what does your life look like uh, beyond just where you live, right? So where you live matters, but what goes on within those walls matters more to me. <laughs> um, and so it's about being busy, yes, if you want to be, but also about um, being fulfilled. So we try and have a variety of um, activities going on throughout the day um, that are really um, coming from input from our residents and and what they want. Um, So whether it's um, our location in Port Washington Harbor Campus just hosted a gallery night um, recently, and it showcased um, artwork from their seniors um, that they've created throughout the past few months, a great way to show off all of their amazing talents and skills 
um, and, and get the, the larger community involved to see um, all that they have to offer. Um, whether it's, you know, going out to a show at the fireside um, or um, memory care residents, you know, is often a population where we think of um, might not be as highly involved in the larger community. Uh, we take pride in having those opportunities, whether it's um, going out and seeing lights at Christmas or going um, to a pumpkin patch and, and gathering a pumpkin that you're going to then um, carve into a jack-o'-lantern or, you know, just going to the grocery store. Um, making your list and buying items that um, you're going to then make a snack with. Um, something that might be something that we take granted for every day, um, but really trying to get engaged in um, what's meaningful for them, if we, especially for those avid bakers, which there are many. <laughs> um, I think we've got a lot of opportunities for residents to lead their own programming, which is um, kind of unique. Um, I think you had mentioned before that you might, feel like you're at a cruise ship, right, where you have a cruise director that's leading all of these things. Uh, we really try and have residents engaged um, in what they're doing on a daily basis and kind of running the show. Um, don't tell them that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fun. My grandma, my aunts, and, and my grandma used to put together a murder mystery sure. every day for or every once a year for their community. And I know they took a lot of pride, and I think that's a good point is not just leading everybody to do activities, right. but letting them lead and getting engaged sounds much, much more fun. Right. Um, and we had talked a little bit about um, socialization and kind of the transition, when, especially when you're moving into a senior living community. Um, and we have a program that's called TLC. So obviously you think of tender loving care and people needing that little extra love when they move into a community. Um, and we focus this, this uh, program um, for our residents, obviously, but also for the families. I think that's something that we've touched on um, throughout these past segments is that's another group that's really needing some TLC to navigate the challenges of moving into a senior community. Um, so as part of that, we have residents that go through a training um, if they would like, and they become resident ambassadors, and they serve as kind of a welcome wagon, welcome committee, or another resource um, for residents when they move in or ongoing um, that they can reach out to them um, if there's questions on programming or um, where, what I do with my garbage or whatever it might be. Um, we've also just started rolling out um, mix and mingles that are for the new residents and their families. We really want to um, connect the families together. So it's not just your loved one that's moving in. It's the whole family, right? Um, and in your instance, it would be a big family. So, right. <laughs> so we'll take all of you. Um, and we want to build those connections um, between, between those families also. Um, so kind of like your own little support group, if you will. Um, because you, you know what you're going through, and maybe it's similar for someone else. You can um, navigate some of those challenges together. Yeah, it's nice to hear that you include the whole family because this is not just an impact on the senior who's moving. Right. Many times, you know, their adult children are losing their childhood home. Right. They're needing to dispose of a lot of things because usually the new place that they're moving into is not going to house everything that they've had in their right. home up to this point. Um, and so it, it is a huge transition for the whole family. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like that's a neat program that helps um, not only the senior that's moving, but also their family. 
Right. My husband's grandma recently moved into one of our communities, and it was, yeah, everyone go in, kind of clear out the house, and let's make this happen. And now um, everyone is welcome to come. If we're having um, different social engagements, come on down. It is, you know, really a, a big family feel like Capri. Yeah, that's great. So so what would be the first step if somebody, a listener today, is identifying that maybe for themselves this is something that they want to look at or maybe for a loved one? What would the first step be for somebody? Sure. Um, you could call us at 262-798-1224, and we will get you um, matched up with a community near you. Um, we have community um, relations professionals that um, you can meet with. Um, you could have lunch, take a tour, meet one of our resident ambassadors. They're always more than willing to show off their apartment. Um, if you want to take that route, you can also hop on our website, caprecommunities.com, um, and look through and find a community that would work for you there as well. Sure. Is there any kind of cost or anything to go through and tour and learn more? Absolutely not. Okay, that's good. <laughs> what about if they wanted to participate in one of the events in the community that they were looking at? Is there an opportunity for that? Definitely. Um, we really try and tailor um, our programming even to our prospects. So if we're finding that you know someone was um, an avid movie buff, we'll come on down when we have um, a movie and kind of a talk back and talk about that movie. Um, whatever it might be, you're, you're welcome to attend, definitely. Okay, good. Share your webpage with our listeners so that they can get familiar with all the different locations. As I said earlier, we've got about a dozen locations. I know you've mentioned Germantown and Grafton, but you've also got locations in Sturdivant and Kenosha and all the way out to Sun Prairie and then, of course, in this metro Milwaukee area. Yes, yes. You can find them all on CapriCommunities.com. Okay, great. Well, Megan, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing this information. I know that it's important for our listeners to know um, all the different components of what goes on at Senior Living. We do have a newsletter article uh, called Purposeful Living that um, you guys have contributed yes. this quarter, and that will be coming out shortly. If you would like more information on this show and get to reach Megan directly, you can check out our webpage at www. Ellenbecker.com. If you are a senior out there and thinking this might be something you're interested in, um, or if you are a family member who would like to learn more, you can always check out our webpage and uh, you know reach out to myself or to another advisor and we'll be able to get you in the right direction. There's so much information out there and I hope that some of what we have shared with you today has been helpful. Um, in closing, I want to remind you that Money Sense airs on Saturdays from 2 to 3 and on Sundays from 12 to 1. And as always, I hope that I have made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. And remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>